Welcome to Ministry in Motion, where we explore best practices for your ministry in the 21st century. We're delighted that you've joined us for another great program today. Our program today is How to Create a Healthy Church, and our guest is Dr. Balvin Braham. Balvin, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Now, this is something that you've written extensively on, isn't it? Because um, let me just promote this right at the very beginning. Uh, Dr. Braham has authored this outstanding book, A Practical Guide to Evangelism, How to Win and Keep New Members. Now, this is a book that you'd really like in your library. And at the end of today's program, we'll find out how 10 very blessed viewers will be able to acquire their own copy of this. So stay tuned. Now... Creating a healthy church. This is a topic that's relevant for all of us because the last thing that we want is a toxic or unhealthy church, isn't it? That's right. You know, this actually takes us back to the first century because my mind goes back to what happened right back there in Ephesus mm -hmm. after Paul and you know his companions established the church there. And Ephesus was this kind of a city that was known for its prostitution, for um, the commerce. It was known for its idol worship, all of that. In spite of that, in Ephesus, there was a thriving Christian church. It's wonderful, isn't it? And, and John, who was next door, probably 65 miles uh, um, from Ephesus, he got vision from the Lord, and God gave him access to heaven mm -hmm. and showed him a panoramic view of the Christian church and some of the things that were, would take place by the church. But the church in Ephesus, he spoke to him about, and that at the time, probably, the church was maybe 40 years in its existence mm -hmm. when God spoke to John and told him to write to the angel of the church, which would be the pastors or the leaders of the church. The messengers. And the messengers, right. Yeah. And, and he said something very important there because he said in verse 2, so I which, know which book thy this is Ephesians, uh, uh, Revelation. Revelation. Chapter 2. Right. Verse 2. Right. I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience and how thou canst not bear them which are evil and how you tried the teachers who come in and recognize those who are false teachers, etc. Mm. Here was a healthy church, mm. but the healthy church was lacking something. Yeah. And in verse 4, he said, Nevertheless, even though, nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, thou hast left thy first love. And he said to the church in verse 5, Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen. Repent and do the first works, or else he says what he will do. Mm. A healthy church is a church that does all the doctrines, but a church that is also witnessing and this was a church that had stepped back from its witnessing. Mm -hmm. And the Lord was counseling them. Yeah. So we need a holistic church. And it takes mm -hmm. the pastor and the members okay. to create this holistic, healthy church. Right, okay. So the members, 
and the pastor need to understand something important about the gospel, don't they? Definitely. Tell us about that. Uh, maybe one of the first steps in establishing, and I'm not sure that we have to say they come in order, but one mm -hmm. of those important steps in um, having a healthy church is that the members of the church have a biblical understanding of the gospel of Christ. Mm -hmm. You see, um, Anthony, the church is about Christ. Yeah. And if the members of the church don't know him, if they don't understand him, yeah. what then is their reason for being? Mm. It is the function and the role of the leadership of the church to entrench the members in who Christ is, his ministry, the birth, the ministry, the death, the burial, the resurrection. So the real identity of that Jesus and, and what that Jesus means to each person. Definitely. Because he is the foundation of the church. Mm -hmm. And people needs to know, need to know this is not a social club. This is not just a corporate, it's not a corporate organization or entity. This is a faith-based organization. This is the planting of the Lord. Mm. It's God's church, yeah, yeah. and therefore. So you, you're essentially describing Jesus there as the foundation and the head of the church. Right. But each congregation needs some quality leadership, doesn't it? Oh, oh definitely. And that brings us there because quality, not just leadership, but quality leadership. Yeah. Leaders who will listen to their members. Leaders who are attuned to what is going on within the church, the congregation. And leaders who know members by name mm. and are able to call them by name. Mm. Leaders who are able to, 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 to deal with conflicts. Because, you know, Anthony, many churches are conflict-ridden. People are people. Uh, people are people. <laughs> yeah. Human behavior. Mm -hmm. And... We could have many more members in some of our churches. Why don't we have them? There are too many unresolved conflicts. Yeah. And much is dependent on the quality of leadership mm -hmm. in order to address these issues. Right, so okay. quality leadership, leadership that is visionary as well, mm -hmm. who is not just sitting back there and are marking time. Yeah. has a vision, where are we going in the next two years, in the next five years, as the case may be. So leadership that is able to get the members together, organize the members, develop the vision, share the vision, and get the members working. Mm. Influence that is spiritual, mm -hmm. that is godly. Influence that leads to salvation, that unites that bring the people together. Right. You know, what you're describing there is the authentic, the authentic leader, the, the one who actually walks it, not only talks it, and, and leads by example Thanks. and by modelling as That's well. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Thanks, Belvin. We want to come back straight after the break. There's another two points that we've got in the next section about how to grow a healthy church. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more Ministry in Motion.
Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today is how to create a healthy church. And our guest is Dr. Balvin Brown. And he's the author of this wonderful book, A Practical Guide to Evangelism, How to Win and Keep New Members. Now make sure you're with us at the end of today's program because we'll give you some special insights on how you could acquire your very own copy of this. Now Balvin, just before the break, we were exploring this topic and we've got to the stage where we want to explore the value of membership. How, how important is it that a member of the church values their membership? I appreciate that. Being a member is different from being a visitor. Okay. As a member, I belong. So when an individual is baptized, that person officially receives membership as one who is a part of this community of believers. Mm -hmm. This individual participates in the life of this community of the church. I am a member. Because I am a member, I am going to be involved in whatever I need to be involved with in order to see to the fulfillment of the mission of the church. Mm. But membership also speaks about my lifestyle. How do I live? as a member of the church. You know, you go to Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. There the Apostle Paul was talking. And I, on behalf of the Lord, eh, be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. A member of the church is one who has received this transformation which is done by the power of the Holy Spirit and is living this new life. Mm. Every walk I walk, I am conscious that I am a member of the church. Wherever I go, whatever I do, I am conscious I am a member of the body of Christ. Mm. And I cannot do anything to bring the body into disrepute. Mm. I have to do everything to build up the body, to grow the body. So membership is important. And if a person doesn't consider his or her membership valuable, this person may live untowardly. And just careless about it because I'm just going up there. But when you value your membership, you recognize that, listen, this is not just for here and now. Mm -hmm. I am living in preparation for the higher joys exactly. of wider service exactly. in the life to come. Yeah. So membership is very important for every person. You know, I think what you've described there is so valuable because there, there is a temptation for some to take membership as reasonably, reasonably lightly. Yes. But you know, when, when you think of the key words that you use there in the description of community, belonging, involvement, um, a higher purpose, you know, a destination, eternity, you know, these are very significant and add to the meaning of it. Definitely. Um, are we saying that a person will not make it into the kingdom if they don't have membership in the church? Oh, no, mate. Yeah. We probably are not saying that, but no. we're saying that the church 
is this portal that prepares mm. you for the kingdom. And therefore, being a member of this community is crucial. Exactly. Now, there's certain expectations when you belong to any community. And particularly in the church community, there are words used to describe that, those expectations, words such as evangelism and stewardship. Where, how do they pay, play their part in a healthy church? A healthy church, Anthony, is a growing church. Mm -hmm. And if the church is growing, it means it is growing spiritually, it is growing socially, mm -hmm. it is growing numerically mm -hmm. and otherwise. Yeah. How does growth happen? Evangelism. This is the total lifestyle of every member. Mm -hmm. It's not an act. It's not an event. It's not a program. This is an orientation where I live based on, and I go back to Romans chapter 2, verse, verse, um, Romans 12, on to verse 3. Based on the mercies of God, mm. I live the transformed life. And in living that life of transformation, people are influenced by what they see. So evangelism is crucial, not as an act or as an event, but as a lifestyle. However, as a church, we also do some things where, as Jesus told the disciples, go and make disciples. We have to go out there, not just sitting back. There was a time when it was God's intention that people would just look at the life of the Israelites mm -hmm. and see prosperity and growth and come. But their disobedience changed the paradigm somewhat. And so the church becomes the sent ones. So we must now go. Mm -hmm. So go and live. You know, and, and I wish we had time. Uh, there's Mark chapter 3. I, I, I like the text where the, Jesus carried disciples up to the mountain and he ordained them mm. to remain with him. After he ordained them for a relationship with him, then the Bible says he sent them to preach and teach and heal. But, so when they went to do that, they went located, situated in a relationship with him. So evangelism is, a, is relational. It is my life with Christ that I am sharing with others. Stewardship is so, cannot be separated. Exactly. Because that is, stewardship is what I, what I brought, mm -hmm. my time, my talent, my body, my resources. It is inseparable mm -hmm. from evangelism. Because it's, it's completely enmeshed in your relationship it, with Christ. It, it definitely you, you is. Know. And it's tragic that so many times when we think of evangelism and stewardship, it comes down to numbers, but, but far from it. Evangelism isn't just counting numbers and stewardship isn't just counting banknotes. Right. You know, as you mentioned, it's a lifestyle. It's a, it's a, a total existence and uh, immersed in Christ. Definitely. I have yeah. a full presentation on, on this. <laughs> Evangelism and stewardship, the relation between them both. <laughs> We're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to look at some important aspects of fellowship to a local church. Join us. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today is how to create a healthy church and our guest is Dr. Balvin Braham. Now, Balvin, we, we want to explore the importance and the value of fellowship. How important is fellowship in a local healthy church? You know, studies have shown that there are a number of individuals come to church based on the relationship that they find in that church, how members live, relate to each other on a social level. Mm. Uh, there are instances where individuals go to church for all, a protracted period of time and nobody knows them. You know, I remember I pastored a church similar to that. People would go there, they would, it would, was so cold. Mm. And they, we had to do something about it. We put together a fellowship committee. The responsibility for that fellowship committee to ensure that every Sabbath, everybody who comes to church gets a special welcome. So there are people at the door who would welcome them. Those individuals who are recognized to be coming to church for the first time or so, they get invitation to go for lunch. We take their names. We find out from them, is there any way that you think we can help you as a church? We want to call you. Can we pray with you? You know, Try to develop that kind of... And in a while, things changed. Mm. The church grew to, the to a, a point where we had no space to hold individuals, so to speak. Wow. So it is so important, this thing about fellowship. People want to have a sense of belonging. Mm. They want to know that people care about them. Not just to look at them and pass them over, but people are able to touch them at points where it matters most. Compassion, mm. care, love, kindness. You know, fellowship is so crucial. Mm. People want to come there. Mm. And when they come, they don't want to leave yeah. because they feel this is even better than home. What you're really describing there is a church that's ministry orientated, yes. where uh, the, the care, the compassion, the love, the fellowship is part of the very DNA of that community, that congregation. That's right. And you touch on ministry because people come to church with children. Mm -hmm. They want to know that their children are taken care of. So you want a children's ministry that is really impacting, mm. that the children want to go back. Mm. Young people come to that church. You want a youth ministries in that church that's really addressing the needs of the youth. Women come there. Some of them are abused. They are going through all kinds of frustration and depression. No, we're talking about a healthy church here. You want to have a ministry there that's really addressing the needs of the women. And you have men who are also being battered probably. Yeah. And you want a ministry that is strong, that is really reaching out and helping where it matters, touching lives where it matters most. most. This is not just a theory. Yeah. This is not just talking about it. This is where it actually happens. So fellowship and ministry... And our church has many ministries, and we're really proud for that. Um, the health ministries, our prayer ministries, all of these. But you want to be sure that these ministries are functional 
not just in existence, yeah. but they are making a difference in the lives of individuals. Yeah. Practical. Practical. Exactly, yeah. Now, the, the quality of these ministries, Balvin, how important is that quality? I'd like to think it would be done with excellence. Yes, you know, quality. Um, quality means thought is put into it. Mm -hmm. Properly planned. Right. The worship service mm -hmm. is structured with thought and is structured with love. But not so that it's so st stiff no, that no, there's, there's this love component to it. it, it that's why I said with love. Yeah. Because um, it, is, it, it is so done. Thought is put into it. We're not just getting up there to do things. Mark you, the Holy Spirit is available. The Holy Spirit is working through the plans. Mm. And where we miss, the Holy Spirit is going to show up to help us to fill. But we have to be intentional about our planning and our organizing. There must be order. And you go to um, what the Apostle Paul talks about in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 14. God is a God of order. Mm -hmm. And he wants order to be in the church. When I go to the platform to do what I do, I should do it with a sense of purpose, a sense of mission, a sense of quality. I'm doing it because I know I'm not just doing it unto man. It's not a cavalier approach. I'm doing it for the Lord, empowered by Him. It has to be of its best. Quality in worship services. Everything that we do in church, you can see quality in there. Powerful. So the essence of a, a healthy quality, caring, developing church. Thanks so much, Belvin. You're welcome. Now, just in the last few moments that we've got of our program, I'd like to um, just remind our viewers of this outstanding book written by Dr. Balvin Brown, A Practical Guide to Evangelism, How to Win and Keep New Members. If you'd like to uh, receive your own copy, here's something special you've got to do. Contact us at feedback at ministryinmotion.tv. Send us an email with your postal address and uh, the first viewer from each country around the world will be delighted to send you while our stocks last. Okay, so we only have so many of these that we can spread around, but we have quite a few. So if you're the first person from your country, you're welcome to contact us and uh, we'll be delighted to send this to you. Belvin, I just want to thank you once again for coming on Ministry in Motion. Your experience, your giftedness, we're just delighted that you've come to share them with us and for our viewers as well. You're thank welcome. You. You're welcome. And I'd like to thank you for joining us as well for another program of Ministry in Motion. We're looking forward to your company next time. But until then, may God richly bless you, lead you, and bless your ministry in your local church.